match day live extra from the King Power Stadium where Leicester have beaten Wolves by two goals to one. I'm Mikey Burrows, the Hall of Famer, Andy Thompson. Watch this one alongside me. Mateus Cunha gave Wolves the first half lead. They were excellent in that first period. Cannot underestimate how good Wolves were at times. One touch stuff, flicking the ball past Leicester players who simply weren't in the game. And it just felt like a match of time before Wolves would go on and get more. Mateus Cunha probably had the best opportunity. A late challenge by Valtfast getting the block on it to deny him when put through by Mateus. But as Wolves went pressing forwards looking for that second goal, Nelson Semedo tried to get him on the end of one in the penalty area. Leicester intercepted, broke away, exploited the fact that Wolves had a defender all the way further forwards. The ball was laid on to Jamie Vardy, who took it round Jose Sarr, who inexplicably came charging out, collided with Vardy, brought him down, definite penalty. Vardy didn't last much longer in the game. Iheanacho dispatched the spot, spot kick, sending Sarr the wrong way. And then, having lost Mario Lamina at half-time, Ruben Neves came on, Kin and Dewsbury Hall came on for Vardy, and Leicester went from having four attackers on the pitch to three, but it completely revolutionised the way they were playing the game. Dewsbury Hall hit one just wide from the edge of the penalty area and suddenly it was Leicester who were looking the most likely. Dewsbury Hall blazed one over after good work again from Leicester down their left-hand side. And eventually the goal came. Christensen getting in down the left-hand side, leaving Mateus, able to pull a low cross in and Castagna getting there ahead of Totti to slide the ball home. A clever left-footed finish from Around about the penalty spot, no chance for Jose Sarr. Wolves had half a shout for a penalty towards the end. VAR did look at it when the ball appeared to hit the arm of Valtfast from a corner before Craig Dawson could get there, but the decision did not go Wolves' way. And despite an excellent save from Daniel Everson to deny Ruben Neves from a late free kick, Wolves didn't truly look like getting back into the game. And so it finished Leicester 2, Wolves 1, and... We're here kind of scratching our heads, Tomo, thinking how have we ended up losing a game that we were so good in early on? I, I don't understand it. I'll, I'll say. Uh, we, we looked at each other and, and the way that we played um, from that first half where you're thinking, well, there's only one team winning this. They were, they were finding the targets with a passing. It was sharp. There was pace to the game. Leicester couldn't stay, stand with them. So, like, and, and, and they, was, they, didn't have, they didn't have an answer. The way that Wolves are played... But as you touched on, you need to score when you're on top to get that goal. And that's been our problem all year about killing teams off. And we just haven't done it. And there's a, a prime example about if you don't kill teams off, they're going to come back and haunt you or get your, or, or get that goal. And that's exactly what they did. A bit of naivety. We're attacking, throwing people forward, which is great. And we want to see that. But what you do with the way that Leicester were playing today, they were playing on the counter-attack, especially the way they were set up. You don't leave things open. You're tight. You've got players there. So if you do lose possession of the ball, you make sure that you've got people who can defend and make sure that... They, the example of counter-attacking when Vardy's gone at it, you make it as difficult as possible. But we didn't, and we paid the price for it, unfortunately, um, with them giving away a penalty. Um, I think massive mistake by Saar. There's no need... To, to foul him, he's going round him and he's on the left hand side, we've got somebody on the line it'd be very difficult for him to score from where he was and to catch him it gives him, it gives him a get out of jail card unfortunately
Yeah, and it, the thing with the penalty, I think, Tomo, that gets me is that it, it's not actually the, that he's challenging for the ball, is it, that brings him down? It's just clumsy way of trying to reorganise his feet because he's come charging out, realise he's made a mistake, Vardy's already going past him, and instead of kind of stopping and letting Vardy go by, he tries to move his feet to keep to change direction and just stands on Vardy's ankle. Yeah, <laughs> looks, he's an experienced keeper and he should he should know better than that what what's happening, but he's he's got that in his locker, hasn't he? Where he's got that I don't know red mist a little bit where he's, he thinks that he's got to win the ball or he's got to go out and get it, and look, you got to think with your head uh, uh, rather than just with your your heart sometimes and think oh I've got to win that ball. You got to think with your head thinking. He's going nowhere. He ain't going to hurt us. I'll just let him go. I'll just force him to go wide, which he should have done. And he did do. But then he went in to make the challenge, didn't he? And and, and it's cost you. It's, it's not it's not the stuffing out of us. It's not the, the momentum. Because we're sitting in this stand here. We've got headphones on. And I'll tell you what, you couldn't hear a sound in here with, for that first half hour with the, mm. with the Leicester crowd. You only thought there was Wolves fans in here by when the sound of it. They they knew they were in trouble. They were struggling. They couldn't even find a pass at all. But what they had done, they, they were willing to counter-attack to you. And as long as you nullified that, they were never going to hurt you. But unfortunately, we got a little bit too bold going forward. And we threw everybody forward. It left ourselves open to the counter-attack to Leicester, who, who punished us. Yeah, it's a well-taken goal that wins the game in the end. But, yeah, but I mean, it's bad defending from us again. It's yeah, you can't you allow runners to go off you. Yeah, you will ask questions about Mateus not tracking Christensen and why the other fullback was allowed to make the run he did and get there ahead of Totti. But it, it was symptomatic almost, really, of, of Wolves in the second half, whereby um, look, I, I talked on Wolves Weekly. Uh, there's a couple of issues to this. Uh, uh, talking about Ruben Neves and, and the impact that he and Jean Martino have. And uh, in, in that, I don't want to criticise Ruben Neves because Ruben Neves has been an unbelievable player for Wolves. Yeah. But there is an element that we have seen in the last two games, and for two and a half games, let's say, including the first half here, whereby when neither Neves and Martina are on the pitch, Wolves are much more dynamic, much better team in, in the way they drive forwards and interchange. And because there isn't the focal point, it's understandable that Neves is the focal point because he's such a good player. Yeah. But the question is, Tomo, his presence, and when Martino came on and bringing Martino on, as early as they did, they would have done it earlier, and they kind of panicked and, and made the double change. That it it just made Wolves a bit predictable, and if you don't have the tools in the front three to counteract that, i.e., your pacey players like Adama Traore, then we become very, very one-pace predictable. Well, the thing is, though, what you do if you if a back if the back players, uh, the back line of Leicester, they know that nobody's going to run beyond them. They know that nobody's going to run beyond them. Unless somebody from midfield area does that, which which you have got players in there who can do it, but unless you've got players that can run behind the back line, if I'm, as a defender, I'm happy with people playing in front of you. You can play in front of me all day. The ball that's going to kill you or hurt you is the one behind you or the one inside you or down the, or down the flank. And we just didn't do it. We just didn't do it. And we played... So that, that the difference in that first half was... Our passing was crisp. We found the targets. We were picking it out. We made it difficult for Leicester. We pushed them. We won the ball higher up the field mm. in that first half. Second half, once we conceded that goal, we've come out and we've just let Leicester dictate the game. We've just let Leicester 
tip the game to us. Okay, you play at your pace. They brought subs on. They filled all the gaps, what we were exploiting in the first half. And they made it difficult. I know Lamina didn't come out for the second half, for injury, I presume. But we've got to have more about us. We've got experience and quality players here. We've got to have more about us to win that game. Um, here's not, here's a, an element to, to sum it up for people. Um, I talk about XG, expected goals. First half, uh, Wolves were at uh, 0.49, dropped to 0.41. Um, strangely, uh, Leicester had a much better um, XG in the first half, which is surprising to me because, I mean, they had more shots on target. Wolves only had the one on target, though they did have three blocked, which is a different element to it. But Wolves had four corners to Leicester zero in that first half. Do you want to know something, though? We never won one of the challenges for a, a, off a corner, either end of the pitch. We never won one. Well, I mean, one appeared to hit the arm of a Leicester player and yeah. was, uh, was allowed to go on. Um, but 58% possession in that second half, only two shots on target, four off target and three blocks. That's in the second half alone from Wolves. They had three corners to Leicester's one. Um, it, it's just... It, it's a... It's a tempo thing, isn't it? And you look at, at certain players who are so much better when this the game is at a higher this tempo. This is the frustrating about, about we've got we've got quality players. We've got good players in this squad, and unfortunately, we do, we don't utilise the way that we play or utilise the way that our players are playing when watching that. You watch that first off that, that the way that we pass the ball and the way that we we, we got looked a great. Team. Oh, I'll tell you what. You touched on, you said it's probably one of the best uh, ways that we've played this year with the way that we passed the ball and, and we were breaking through Leicester. For, for whatever reason, we stopped doing it. And, and, and we get we started to get careless with the ball. Yeah, if you if you had turned up complete neutral, knew nothing about these teams, you'd have thought that Wolves were uh, challenging up the top of the table yeah. for the title and Leicester rightly down the bottom of the table. If not, a cup game against a team from a division below. It was, it was that that much of a gulf in the way Wolves were knocking the ball around and we just thought it was a matter of time but we, that, that's a problem that we've had this year though isn't it killing teams off Yeah, that, that is a problem we, we don't do it and this league can come back if you all of a sudden it just takes one bad decision to get punished in this, in this league and in that first half the one bad decision was to allow Leicester to break on us and get that counter attack and ended up getting the penalty. And and that's what you can't afford to do. You've got to try and stop the bad decisions, what you make, hurting you. And at the moment, and the reason why we've been struggling this year is that there's too many of them. There's too many of them. For whatever reason, they're coming. Look, we've had we've had games that we watched with the Wolves that have, we've looked really good. Mm. But there's been games where we're thinking tempo's not great, the passing's not great, Let's say Totty in that first half, isn't he? And I'm not just having a go at him. That first half, he did everything right. He's passing, he's driving forward, supporting. Everything went right for him. Second half, for whatever reason, there was that little bit of hesitation. There was that little pause. He was having an extra touch. And you touched on as well about the majority of the players having that extra pass. We don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to. And I say, it, sometimes it comes down to, to the personnel in the midfield because they are, you know, that it, is a, it is a fact that, that Neves and Martinho play deeper than the other two. 
and that changes the way that Wolves played. And, and I say it's not necessarily a criticism of Neves and Martinho because it, it means then that you know you look towards the, the change to bring Huang on and then to bring Daniel Fidenz on. I thought he struggled when he came on, Huang. I thought uh, you're bringing on an attack-minded player mm. to attack the defence and I don't think he won. There's one just down in the first in the second half here where I've said to you, you could see him hesitating, hesitating, hesitating with the ball. There was grass in front of him. He's quick. Why is he not knocking out in front of him? He's allowing the defender to come out. And it's decisions like that, which, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm not just having a go at him, but it's decisions like that that come back and allow teams to put pressure on you and to win the ball and to get pes- possession and for you not to hurt them. Now, if he knocks you out of his feet in front of him, one, he's got to sprint after him, which I would give Wang the, the advantage on his pace. But by de- hesitating, he's allowing him to get... And what he did eventually, he took the ball off him, and then they're attacking us mm. from that decision. But it, it was happening all over the pitch. It was happening all over the pitch. For whatever reason, there was that hesitation. There was a ball down here with Totti where he's had a touch rather than giving it to Nevi- Lopetegui. He went absolutely furious at him. He had a touch for no reason yeah. and then ended up losing the ball where the ball come to him. He could have passed it first time to Neves, who was open in front, inside of him. He was open, nobody there, and and that's what happens within the game. So, like, you look at the different uh, things that happen throughout the game with decision-making, about the pace of the game, trying to get away from players, and we just stopped doing it after that first half an hour for me. Um, given, obviously, results elsewhere, uh, it's not uh, a hugely detrimental moment. We knew that winning the last two games had put us into a position where we had somewhat of a cushion. And the cushion has been eaten into by a point, as things stand. Um, and But they have Palace on Tuesday now. And that all of a sudden looks like a game yeah. where you kind of look and go, they have to win that game because the others are tougher coming up after it. Well, if we'd won, that ga- if we'd won today, we'd have been 12 points clear of Leicester. Near enough safe from that. All of a sudden, one of your... Uh, teams that are fighting for relegation, you give them an advantage by giving them three points today, and and that's the thing. That's the, you you got to try and make games as difficult as possible for the opposition. And at the minute, teams seem to be able to break us down a lot more easy than we're doing it to them. There's got to be a reason for that. There's got to be a reason why we seem to be. But as a Leeds example of that was the Leeds game. Leeds opened us up. I think they've had four opportunities at goal, scored all four leads, but it's 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 the way that you lose the, the game is is the problem that it just seems easy for teams to be breaking us down. Um, so what does he do on Tuesday in terms of um, the lineup, his selections? Because you know Diego Costa has been great last couple of games, but faded in his significance today and came off and people will rightly ask the question about Raul Jimenez kind oh, of yeah. where is he and, and is he a potential to, to be involved and um, you know Mario Lamina might well be missing which obviously gives an easy option to put Ruben Neves back in but as we've just been discussing you then need a different dynamism in the forward areas and so there's a lot of question marks all of a it sudden is. again because uh, again the question mark would be as well I'm surprised that he didn't bring Adama on instead of Pedence because it just gives us something d- different. But also as well, it gives them a threat 
about going forward, but also as well that they'll be concerned and worried about people running beyond them uh, when he comes on. Because again, he's unique, isn't he? He's unique in the way that he plays and and what he offers to the team. But I was very surprised because Potence isn't going to run past anybody. Potence ain't going to win any headers. He's not going to unless he's got time and space. And uh, look, I know he scored a few goals for us this year, but I just think that. At the time, we probably needed to make a change of somebody who's going to give us that little bit more, which is going to stretch Leicester. Mm. Because you looked at that, they had a back four, and they had basically had five, six players in front of them, and then and they've just gone, come and break us down. Once they've got that lead, come and break us down. Because and we know Wolves can't do that. And we know they can't. And also as well, the way that we were playing in that second half with the tempo, we were never going to do it. We haven't got a, we haven't got the height up front as stuff because you stuck Costa off. We got so we we can't put the ball in the box because like we can't nobody's going to really win it because their two centre halves probably dominated everything as well mm. set plays i.e. corners never really won a header on the they come out to the edge of the box all the time we've had a couple of shots but we're blocked but again if you're gonna if you're gonna score anything you've got to try and get some kind of contact on the ball to, towards the out and, and and then get the second balls but we never give ourselves opportunity to do that either. Okay, um, I say it's been uh, a frustrated, quite angry debrief. Let's be honest. Oh, but, but the thing is, it's, it's frustrating because like we know how good this squad is, and like to watch them play like that, and to see two kinds of teams today. I think the team in the first half what looked absolutely brilliant, and then to be watching the second half where it didn't look half the team. In the first half, it's the disappointment thing about it, and the say look, and the the frustrating part for me watching that is what we've got in this squad, and we've lost that game today, and we were miles better than Leicester when we were on our game, but we've got to maintain it, unfortunately. Well, we've had a couple of good results at home recently. Home form has been the key this season in terms of where Wolves have got their points from. Hopefully. They can get more on Tuesday night when Crystal Palace yep. are the visitors to Molyneux. Tomo and I will be there for that. My 501st, hopefully better than the 500th in the end. Um, thank you for your company as ever, my friend. Thank you very much. And, and congratulations uh, again. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who sent nice messages. And thank you to everybody uh, for listening as ever. Um, we will get a Wolves Weekly out uh, at some point this week. Um, probably after uh, the Crystal Palace game, but uh, look out for that, of course, on Wolves Radio as ever and available via your favourite podcast providers. We will see you soon, where hopefully Wolves will be back to winning ways soon enough. See you soon.